Welcome to the Magnum Report. I'm your host, Mark Magnum, and my topic for today is who was better, Stone Cold Steve Austin or The Rock? Now, I'm just going to get right into it, and I'm going to start off with Stone Cold Steve Austin, and he started way back in 1989. He started in WCW. He learned under gentleman Chris Adams, who was the originator, in my opinion, of the super kick. He learned under him, wrestled in the Sportatorium for a a long time. He did that for several years. Then he moved to WCW and he started there as, and he started his career in general as stunning Steve Austin. And that was, I think where he did his best work in the aspects of wrestling. He, I mean, cause as he morphed into stone cold, he turned into something different. But when he went to WCW, he won plenty of championships there. He was a television champion, former United States champion. Both those titles he won multiple times. He also was a former tag team champion with Brian Pillman when they were the Hollywood Blondes. So he had a lot of cachet in WCW. He was one of my favorite wrestlers in that time frame when he was in WCW just for the sheer work that he put in and just how good he was. Some of his matches with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat were just... Mm, Mouthwatering, chef's kiss, great. So he did a lot of good stuff in WCW. Then eventually he went on to WWE where he started off as the ringmaster. And yeah, that didn't go too well. He hit walking around with the million dollar title and being with Ted DiBiase, especially when Stone Cold could talk. So it wasn't like he was a guy that needed a manager to speak for him. But for some reason, I guess when Vince brought him in, not knowing his personality and Stone Cold's kind of monotone in, in a way in the aspect of his personality doesn't step out on the screen like some guys do like The Rock in this same category that we're talking about here. But at that time frame, I think for from Vince's perspective, I think Austin was an unknown to him. And it's, it's you know, talked about very much that, you know, Austin was a guy that was loved by plenty of people, but... Vince McMahon was a guy that didn't really watch the other product unless somebody put a tape in front of him back in those days when there still was videotapes. But he, unless Vince actually saw footage of a guy, he wouldn't know or you know wouldn't be able to feel out a guy. So when they first brought him in as the ringmaster, terrible idea. Then we get to 96 and the King of the Ring and him beating Mark Marrow and others and, and Jake the Snake Roberts in the finals. And... That was the beginning, the true beginning. I mean, it started when he changed the name and we could see, all right, they're kind of letting him be more like himself. But when he won the King of the Ring in 96, that was that true staple, the show that, yeah, they might go with this guy. And it just the situation with Triple H and the curtain call, because Triple H was supposed to win it that year and instead Austin won it, which in retrospect, was a blessing for Austin because who knows if he would have ever won a King of the Ring or got that notoriety. I mean, would he have? Could he have? Probably. Maybe not the King of the Ring, but I think he might have still reached the heights that he still reached, but he got there sooner in the WWE when he won the King of the Ring. So I think I look back on Austin and the matches that I think of, a lot of more from WWE, you know, the matches with him and the rock, him and Kurt angle, him and triple H. There's just so many matches. I could rifle off him and take her at SummerSlam. There's just plenty of just epic matches that stone cold has been a part of. And just, even when he came back at last year's WrestleMania at WrestleMania 38 and he wrestled Kevin Owens, I mean, it was just great to see him back in the ring. And Austin is always one of those guys that 
when his music hits, he gets a reaction. It's not like when they bring back Goldberg or some of these other guys that have been in and out of the company and some of the fans are kind of happy to see him, but others are like, oh God, not Goldberg again. So it's always good to see a guy like Austin come back and he still has that cachet with the fans. I mean, the only thing that I, my only main qualm with Austin is maybe the what that people still say to this day is one of the worst things. That's one of my biggest pet peeves watching wrestling nowadays is when a guy's cutting a promo in the arena and the fans are, what, what? I get it. It's Austin. It had its place 20 years ago. Can we stop the damn what chance? Because it's, it's, it's a way that I hijack the show, and I know the fans are part of the show, but it's just an annoying occurrence that I just cannot stand from week to week on these shows when – Guys are trying to get their stories across. Guys are trying to get their points over. And, I mean, it's not like they're just doing it to The Miz or somebody. They've done this stuff to Roman and guys of a higher level that you should sit back and listen to what he's saying. Granted, a lot of these guys are good enough to know how to cut them off and continue on. But for me still, it's just like, it's oh, that's the only thing I hate from the Stone Cold Steve Austin era is the damn what chance. But now we'll go into The Rock. And... He started off as Rocky Maivia, the pineapple head, you know, colorful wearing blue chipper, as Jim Ross always liked to call him. And he was that. I'm not trying to slight that at all. But the way they brought him in, just the over-the-top, uber-baby face. And then they just kind of shoveled him down our throats. He was winning titles, in my opinion, a little too soon. And the fans kind of jumped on that. We got to a point where the fans were chanting, die, Rocky, die, when he was still a baby face. They were chanting this, and this is when they were pushing him as third generation, blah, 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 first ever, all this stuff to where, on paper, you would think all this would work, but it was the way they presented him, and he looked good. Good tall kid, good shape. I, yeah, he was the stereotypical WWE Vince McMahon type of wrestler. But the way they pushed him and the way it was just, they smashed him over to where the fans got tired of it. Then he got injured, and when he came back, he joined the Nation of Domination, which was the greatest thing for him in that situation because it gave him the chance to start showing his personality. Because when he was Rocky Maivia, he was that cookie cutter, I'm happy to be here, standard baby face, I'm a multi-generational wrestler, so respect me just because of that alone, and fans weren't doing that. And then, like I said, he came back and joined the nation. And with the nation, like I said, he got that opportunity to show his personality and be himself. And granted, him and Farouk butted heads on camera, and it was great just for that whole dynamic because Farouk at that time was still the leader of the nation of domination. But we all could see Rock was slowly but surely taken over. And, I mean, his charisma just oozed through the screen to where he eventually became the people's champ. There was that time when he was the corporate champ where he joined with Vince McMahon. But, I mean, Rock evolved as well. I don't think he is as, as polished as the Rock, or as Stone Cold when it comes to in-ring work. Rock's still good, don't get me wrong. But, like I said, with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat versus Stone Cold Steve, or St Stunning Steve at that time, Steve Austin at that time, like, I'm sorry. The match work, the match quality, just... It was so much better. Now, not to say that Rock hasn't been in some classic matches. Him for The Rock versus Hogan at WrestleMania, I believe that was 18. Good work there. There's a lot. I mean, I could sit here for days, obviously, and rifle off some of The Rock's best matches. Him versus Brock Lesnar, I believe that was at 
the 2002 SummerSlam. And he, he's done a lot of, there's been plenty of great rock matches. But if I'm weighing this out, and I'm weighing this out not looking at rock as the movie star, because at, at some point Hollywood called rock away from the WWE, and he's, you know, he's came back in and out, and he's, you know, done what he can do for the schedule that he has. So I, I will always respect rock for that because the man's the most, you know, lauded, the most sought after, the most utilized movie star. I mean, he's the most famous guy in all of, you know, the world. So I'll give him that, but this is who's better as a wrestler. And I look at Stone Cold Steve Austin and when he was stunning Steve, he was a wrestler. When he came in as the ringmaster, he was still trying to wrestle when he first came into WWE. Then he kind of morphed into the Steve Austin character of the Stone Cold variety, and it worked for him. The stomps in the corner, the punching, the, the you know, the Luthes press into the right hands, right hands, right hands, like JR would always say. It worked for him, and it was great, but I still, I mean, the wrestler in me kind of always missed stunning Steve because he actually wrestled, not to say that he didn't wrestle with Stone Cold, but there was a difference. And if you go back and watch the stunning Steve Austin matches, and then you watch the Stone Cold Steve Austin matches, you will see a very distinct difference in his working style. Now, when I weigh out the other side and I weigh out the rock, he evolved and some of his stuff I think was better in his earlier period. Like some of the stuff he did with Ken Shamrock, those matches were gold. Some of the stuff he did with Triple H, those matches were gold. As The Rock evolved, I'm not going to say he got lazy, but I think he wrestled safe. And with the movie roles coming in, I totally understand why he would wrestle safer and, you know, be more conscious of what he does out there and not just throw everything at the wall and whatever happens, happens because he's got big movie roles coming in. It all makes sense. But when I look at it, who was better? Rock was great at promos. I think at the end, because that's, that's a hard argument to have because Austin was good at promos too. Both of them were excellent at talking. I think Austin was more of, he was better at doing the promo that seemed like it was off the cuff. And Rock seemed like he was better at the more rehearsed. I mean, we've had the thing with him and CM Punk where he he called him called out the rock for having his lines read on his hand or his arm or whatever. So there's that to where Rock's promos did seem a little bit more rehearsed and Austin just seemed like he just came out there and he's saying whatever just comes to his mind off the top of his head. And obviously I know Austin knew what he was going to say as well, but just the way it was done, it seemed more like Austin was just speaking like the average man while the rock you could tell Slowly but surely, that movie star was starting to creep out in him. So, if I'm weighing this out, Rock was a better talker. Austin was a better wrestler. Austin's right there with The Rock, though, when it comes to talking. So, if I'm weighing this out, like I always do on these podcasts, I have to go with Stone Cold Steve Austin. To me, he was all around better wrestler. From the talking, the ring work his brawling, like the rocks punches and they were good too. But for me, Austin was just the, the best combination of all of that, the talking, 
the ring work, his believability, his relatability to the fans. Because The Rock got to that point once he became a Hollywood guy that fans kind of felt like he sold out or felt like he left WWE. And it's like, as a guy that used to do this, what would you rather do? Travel around the world for, you know, 250 to 300 days a year and barely see your family and your body's taking a hell of a toll on it each night that you do this. Or make movies where it takes you six months, maybe at best, to make a movie. And you have stunt doubles to take all the punishment for you. Do we not understand why The Rock left? Makes total sense to me. But like I said, I think Austin was better. Not by much, but I think Austin was better. Just all around his longevity and this the sheer fact that to this day he will come around and the fans love him. I know they'll love The Rock too, but The Rock's few and far between just because of his schedule. If they call Austin and ask him to come in, he'll be there just because it's Austin and that's what he does. But anyway, I'm going to get off here. But before I do, I just want to say please like, subscribe, and share this video. Also hit that notification icon so you don't miss out on new content. I'm trying to get to a, to a thousand subscribers before the end of the year. So please help a brother out and make sure you hit that subscribe button. So you do not miss out on new content. And also please do not forget to subscribe to my other podcast, the Mark and the fan wrestling podcast, where me and my boy, the Cisco kid, we talk about all things wrestling from back in the day to present day stuff, just like this with Austin and the rock and even more modern day stuff with AEW and WWE's current product right now. So please subscribe to that as well. But this has been another edition of the Magnum report. Thank you for watching. Peace.